Candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early. That was a big deal for us, and I think all of you, okay? And coach, I'm not gonna put any pressure on you, but I'm gonna be in Austin for Thanksgiving, okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year, okay? You know, I got a letter from the commissioner about sportsmanship the day before that speech. And so I'm trying to figure out, you know, about what are we promoting to our student athletes? He's motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. Fuckers hate us because they ain't. Yeah, I don't think he'll be joining us for Thanksgiving dinner either. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian taking the high road there when it comes to, I don't even know the guy's name. He's so irrelevant. Okay. He's so irrelevant, but definitely some fireworks happening before the season with the Big 12. And we'll get into that here as well as it's our preview. It's our preview. It's our season preview. So we're going to give our record predictions and some players to watch for this year. But first, of course, this is the Bevo Boys. I'm Joe Scanlon, Creighton Branch on the other side of the microphone and and uh, Creighton, would you want to have Thanksgiving dinner with Brett Yormack, your, your your Mark, whatever his name is? Sure. <laughs> I will not be leaving a placemat out for your mock. So, or your Mac. Your, we'll just keep saying his name wrong. Who is this guy, by the way? Whatever. Like, no, I will not be leaving a placemat out for him. He can go get his own turkey at Walmart. Um, dinner's going to be cold for you, son. So, you know, it's the uh, beginning of the football season when Joe starts breaking out in song when it comes to saying the topics of our of each of our segments so is it the is it the beginning of the football season or has joe had something to drink tonight <laughs> that's true if anybody doesn't know joe is battling these new mike hard lemonade high freezes so if anybody they, in the comments they're, wants they're to... in my refrigerator i don't drink mike's hard usually but they're in my refrigerator and i'm like hey free alcohol so but yeah this sucks, this so, sucks. The, those are the no Unfortunately, nobody that's listening, other than maybe like our our friends, uh, has not get this. Got to spend the what's the word the the gift of being around you for hours on end. And the words <laughs> "Hey, free alcohol" is a thing that is said a lot. So, <laughs> well, let's stop with the bashing of me, and let's get into bashing Brett. Your 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 Mac. Your your Mick. There you go. We're gonna keep saying this. Your mock your 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 Mick. Your mom? Brett, your mom? Oh, <laughs> hey. Uh, but so okay, so Brett, your your mom was at uh uh the Texas Tech banquet or something, if it's a booster banquet or something. I don't know why a Big Twelve commissioner goes to a something Bingo. like that for a special team. Uh for just like just for one team. Like go to everyone's if you're gonna go to one. Um and so he at the at the booster banquet thingamabob he says that he will be in austin and he hopes that tech takes care of business the day after thanksgiving how nice you just let everyone know texas and oklahoma will lump them into this are not going to get a single damn call all year in big 12 years wouldn't you agree yeah i i think i was gonna get i was just thinking this while you're saying teasing that up i might i might get to the point in the season joe where i'm gonna start tallying I'm going to start doing a tally, and we're just going to bring it on episodes every week and just see what the difference is between a Big 12 team and then us. 
And so, because it feels like it's about to be super lopsided when it comes to that. And if you didn't think that there was a darling of the Big 12, well, I think you just found out who it is this year. So congratulations to the Red Raiders. They're about to get spoon-fed all year long. Let's see if they can actually hold their own. Yeah, exactly. And Texas fans remember the Oklahoma State last year, the Oklahoma State game last year, excuse me. And Mike Hard Lemonade, boys. Yeah, (laughs) hey, leave me alone. But uh, I remember, you know, it it would take a lot of alcohol to forget that game because, holy cow, the – disparency it, it wasn't even a disparity of penalties there were zero penalties for o- oklahoma state there were 14 right. for texas and I, I i looked somewhere um they said between texas and oklahoma last year they got called two holding penalties were called against them not against them like uh, for them but like against right. the team they were playing two. yeah it was it was two. it was to the point where it was undisputable you couldn't look at the stats of the penalties and like when we're when we're teaming up with Oklahoma and something, you know it's got to be pretty bad for us to say, "Hey, we're in the same you know realm as those guys." Like, yeah, no, like you, it was to the point where if anybody remembers, I mean, you would look at the stats at the end of the season specifically, and you you couldn't even like say like, "Oh, I can see where this is coming from," and you guys are overreacting. I mean, it was blatant. It was obvious. The fact that Texas and Oklahoma fans are on Twitter, especially after Brett, your your mama uh, was saying that stuff. And, and people were posting the, you know, the, the uh, picture of, like, the blood in the crib holding up their bandanas tied together. Oh, people were, God. People were super oh, the God. Oklahoma oh, logos God. over those guys. I did not see that, nor did you I didn't just see know that? about oh. that until just now. Uh, the show. Oh, it's, it's man. Funny. What a it's year. Funny. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. It's true because started football. When, when the Big 12 commissioner is blatantly – Rooting against a team, right. a commissioner who, hey, thank you for all. They want to give us a thank you for all the money, dude, because uh, you're going to lose it all here once we leave next year. And Oklahoma's going with us. So I wouldn't Let not alone all your conference of- champions, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. No one, everyone, and everyone's like, yeah, but Tech wins conference championships. I'm like, oh, yeah, what sport? Not even the Olympic sports, bro. Congratulations. Meat, meat tasting. That's meat very tasting. honorable. Very honorable. Congrats. Say what? They, they're tasting a different kind of meat with Brett, your mama. I'm just saying. Oh my god. Season not even uh, started yet. We're already here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't piss off the man with the mic's hard lemonade. But so, so what do you think? Do you think Texas has to worry about these refs? Do you think they have to worry about a bias from the Big Twelve against them? I definitely think that it's I, – I I don't – the last thing I want to do is get on here and say – because I do also, like, want to give – now, if we're six games into this and it starts getting really out of hand, I will not mind going on here and blasting everybody that's officiated a game. But I would like to believe at some point there is an integrity within the referees' locker room to where, yes – it's it's going. I, I I assume Joe that it's going to be bad. I would hope that the referees don't just longest yard it and call it all for the guards and not for the convicts to the <laughs> point where you know Adam Sandler has to has to hit them square up in the nuts. So I went to, to give him a, to tell him to stop doing it with the football. So I would hope we don't get to that point. Um, will I be shocked if we do? Uh, no, but. I, I think, yeah, this is going to be something that is going to be week in, week out. Maybe not for 
the first three games, but I think once Big 12 play starts, yeah, I think you're going to get some questionable calls where, and even if they're not, maybe if they're not questionable, they're ticky-tack, and you look at the end of the game and you're like, wow, like they called 15 more penalties on Texas opposed to so-and-so. I think you can, I think you can easily assume that that's going to happen more times than not. I mean, just say what it is. I, it's not, I don't think it's an overreaction to be honest with you. I mean, like we've got all the evidence we need. We got, you know, the commissioner of the conference in which we are still in, by the way, have not actually left going to a single school uh, banquet as part of the red Raider club, which he's not a part of, by the way, and doing his whole monologue about how we try to boot. We're trying to get them as foul. Not even them. It wasn't even a them situation, Joe. It, I don't know where Oklahoma's been in all of this. I mean, kudos for them for staying in the background, but they're leaving too, by the way. I don't know where everybody forgets that. Anyways, goes into Texas Tech and says things like, hey, we try to get Texas out as fast as possible for you, for you guys, for the Big 12 and the integrity of this league. And then he goes on and does his little Thanksgiving thing. And, be, and then also, I mean, you already saw it last year. It was kind of like the start of it all. Like when Texas and Oklahoma, like it, it came out that they were moving uh, the penalties. Like we just mentioned, it was undisputable that the penalties got worse. You couldn't even deny it. You can look at the stat sheet literally right now. If you want to pull it up, it hasn't changed. Look at it. You, you can't tell me otherwise. So yeah, definitely got to assume that it's going to happen. I just hope it doesn't happen to the degree that we are expecting it to be. But if it does, Joe, will you be surprised? I will not. I will not either, and it sucks because fans from other teams like, oh, they're already coming up with excuses. No, if this was happening That's to your so team cool. too, if this was happening to your team, you would be complaining just as much as we are, and we have a right to complain. But, however, I think Steve Sarkeesian answered this beautifully, which is not all. Uh, which is not like a man who likes uh, Tupac as his favorite artist. Oh, my God. I, I love that. He, like – I'm sorry, Joey McGuire likes Dave Matthews Band. What a loser! Yeah, that's pretty lame, man. What a you can't loser! Say, you can't I'm... say that out loud. Like that's not that's kind of. And if lame. you like the Dave Matthews Band, we love you. We appreciate you watching. It's I like Joey the McGuire. Dave Matthews Band, but I'm not a Big Twelve football coach that's trying to teach a bunch of you know 22 year olds to go hit people in the face. So I think I think Texas <laughs> should run out to hit him up every every every. Uh... Oh, could you imagine? I I I I will. Yeah, we'll talk about this in a second. But I'm excited to see how we embrace this role. But back to your point. Yeah, it's – I mean, Joey. Come on, Joey. Come Dude, on. Well, and, and like you said, Oklahoma kind of sit in the background. You know, it's true. It's just because Texas is the national brand. Oklahoma has – forgive me for saying this. They have the better pedigree. They got seven national titles. They got, I don't know how many bowl wins they got total, but, like, they should be the forefront because Texas brings in the money and they right. bring home everything and – People just, they just love to hate us. They hate us because they hate us, man. But Sarkeesian responded beautifully with his response to uh, Bert, Bert, your man. So, uh, yeah. So no, I, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, I, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I've been in the Midwest too long. I've been in the Midwest too long. Uh, so Steve Sarkeesian, Joe, that's where you are with your No, no, I know, I know, I, I know. I said okay. Steve Sarkeesian. Handled it brilliantly, and that's the mark of a very good, mature coach. Yeah, like who doesn't get his titty fondled before a game and then gets mad. So, uh, you know, everyone wants to bring that that video the other (laughs) time. 
Ever, I saw that ever video the other day. Everyone wants to bring up how he, he's a hothead. And I'm like, I, no, man, the dude had his hand all up on him, man. You can't do that. I saw that. Literally, I think it might have been yesterday. It might have been two days ago. And I watched it probably 15 times. I was like, that was just so good. Like, I <laughs> You just whatever, you and then whatever that. your intro, whatever your intro was to that episode when we were talking about it, was so gold. I have to go back and listen to it, but it was funny. But it's just like he grabbed the man. It was like I don't even remember what you said, but you were talking about like he got like a whole handful of it or something like. That. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, oh. so Sarkisha knows when to be hot headed and when to uh, when to when to show that passion and when to keep calm and cool because he could have gone off. Honestly, I would have gone off. I, I yeah. would not have a cool head. Right. Very sly remark by him too. I thought where he like. Like you mentioned, like didn't like go off, but like he exposed him, saying like, "Yo, like I'm not gonna say, I was like, I'm not gonna say nothing." But this guy did just send me a letter yesterday about sportsmanship. Y'all didn't he he didn't want to tell you that, but I'm here telling you that. I thought that was pretty clever of Steve to do that. I get it, twisting the knife right there. But uh, yeah, real quick before we get into our preview, embrace the hate, Creighton. I like the shirts. The co-op brought them out. Now they're gone. I I'm gonna hope that they got. Uh, all bought up and was not taken down because some people don't understand embrace the hates literally about the hatred for texas longhorns football right that's Come all it on. was it's all it was it's all it was ever meant to be i think is uh one of those things where like i think if you come at it and you didn't understand the context of it i think you'd get upset i could see i guess where you got upset yeah. Um, but in the context of what this, what they were making for it, it, it was, it was solely because of what's happening with the commissioner and all the big 12 teams and everything happening. That's what it was. And yeah, the thing with this is, um, I'm trying to remember, I don't like, if you think about it, this is funny too, because this happened, this, as I was, I was talking to you about this before we started about the, uh, the, the TCU Georgia game and I was watching it and I brought it up to you because I was talking about AD Mitchell but at the same time I remember Chris Fowler had mentioned on that show or show game sorry that Georgia like thought that they had a chip on their shoulder which was really funny to me like the whole time that because they were like nobody thought we were going to be here and everyone was like what are you talking about dog like everybody did think you were going to be here not only that everybody thought you were going to win the <laughs> whole thing yeah. so like and he was talking about that and now that you mentioned we met, we're, and now that we're talking about this with Texas, I, out of all the all the major teams, quote me if I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, when's the last time? And it may be because they sucked. Let's just be honest. When's the last time like Texas has had like a chip, like a chip, like nobody thought we were going to do this, or they're all doubting us, or they all hate us, or has a chip to play with? It feels like I can't. I mean, oh, I don't wait. Know, unless I'm oh, wait, right, like yes, unless I'm forgetting something. But after that, like. But it's probably because we sucked that that didn't matter. But it sure feels like this is the first time in a while that like Texas, uh, deservingly opposed to like somebody like Georgia, is able to fill into this like chip villain role thing that we're like, oh, and nobody, nobody wants us be to be here kind of thing. And I think that's a dangerous thing for you know teams because don't like these guys have never had this. Okay, here's the deal. I'll let you talk here in a second. Sorry, but here, here here's the deal: is that all these players have been told, you know, you're not very good. Uh, 
you haven't lived up to expectations. And quite honestly, the records for what they have been have not have basically reflected those statements. So I think these kids <clears throat> have time and time out. I think with Steve, it's been a little different, but definitely Tom and Sark. I mean, sorry, Tom and, and Charlie, they've kind of felt that like, yeah, you know, maybe like we, we just can't get it done for some reason. I feel like this is the first year in a while that they're like, okay, we're really good. We know we're really good. Everybody's scared of us and they hate us. Let's use all that. Let's just be the villains. Like, absolute buy into the villain role yeah 100 percent. and you know why we can have a chip on our shoulder and think we're going to be still really freaking good because look at this roster holy cow segue <laughs> ding uh yeah look look okay let's run through the number ones for the offense first we'll start with the offense at x we have x at right. the z we have ad mitchell at the h we have whittington Here's our offensive line. Calvin Banks, our favorite player ever, Hayden Connor, Jake Majors, <laughs> Cole Hudson, Christian Jones, Jatavion Sanders at tight end, Quinn Ewers, and Jonathan Brooks is the number one right now, according to this uh, OurLads.com, the NCAA right. football death charts. And so that's a stacked lineup. Holy cow. Huge. And then you go into the twos. Jonte Cook at X, Casey Kane at Z. I think I think Nayer's going to get more playing time than Kane, but still, like that's depth right there. DeAndre right. Moore at the H, Peyton Kirkland at left tackle, Nito Umi um, 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 Do it, um, um, Zulu. <laughs> there we go. Yes, Connor Robertson, <laughs> DJ Campbell, DJ Campbell. You better watch out for DJ Love Campbell. Him. He is going to get some playing time this year. Love him. Cam Williams also will get some playing time Love this him. year. And then Gunnar Helm at tight end, Malik backing up, and C.J. Baxter for the running back. I mean, that's the twos. Now let's go to the threes. <laughs> Isaiah Nayer, Ryan Niblett, Andre Kojo, Max yeah. Merrill. Okay, honestly, some some of the some of the uh, some of the offensive people, it's like they're both see the playing field sometimes. No, Malik, but to Malik be fair, Agbo like will. Sawyer Sawyer's not a bad player, and so is you know Max isn't bad. Yeah, like, no. They're, they're, they're feasible. They If we need them, they will definitely yeah. step up. And then Arch Manning and James He's throwing Blue. dimes in practice the other day, by the way. Just tell lighting me, it up. Tell me, looking at this paper, tell me where there is a weakness. Tell me why this team doesn't win a national title. There's not a weakness like there used to be. There wasn't. There's not. No. There's no more. This is just the... This is what Steve Sarkeesian, and it, it's funny that it's taken this long for a coach to really understand it. And it's only been two, 10 years, but golly, they stayed for a while, both of them. Um, this is what happens when you draft what draft, when you recruit correctly and you don't just recruit all draft. people that can run fast. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we, can, we, we can draft, but it, you, you don't recruit guys that just run really fast and are labeled athletes and you just try to slot them in wherever you think that they can go. Like you draft position guys that are, good at what position you need them to be in. Like, that's how it should be. And this is what happens. I mean, even like how many, listen, Joe, like I, we even, you didn't even finish like Jaden blue. How much were we talking about Jaden blue in the spring game? Like he made that an unbelievable play. Like he's third string right now. Kellen Keelan Robinson is somebody who had a ton of playing time last time, uh, last year. Uh, he had sparks. That's just the running back room. Arch Manning, Charles, Wright, Both are really good. Arch was lighting it up in practice. Charles, right. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like, it's 
uh, obviously, like we are really high on Isaiah Nair. Um, I agree with you. I think he'll be he'll end up being the number two, if not getting more playing time than that. This is what happens when you recruit properly, and they've got it. They've got a team. They've they've got a team that if all, if all cylinders hit, and there's not that many injuries throughout the year, uh, there's just they just would run. They just they're just better than everybody, and oh, it comes 100%. down quite honestly comes down to like if quit listen. In all honesty, if Quinn is cooking, if Quinn is cooking, it's over. If Quinn is on his game, it's a wrap. You're not going to beat this team. You're not going to beat this team because look what Joe, like, look at, look at the, look at the results from last year. The only, and the only team to beat Quinn while he's cooking, absolutely cooking is Alabama, right? And Alabama was the number one team in the nation at that point. Am I and correct? And they heard him in the first half. <clears throat> right, exactly. When he's cooking, it's over. With an A. No R. O-V-A. <laughs> no E-R. Ova. And, I mean, but, like, they can rotate all these people. They're, right. they are, we are too deep on the line. That is huge. Something we haven't seen in a while. Remember those years of just, like, Guy goes out, we're done. Guy goes out, we're yeah. done. Rotating guys around the line because the other guy can't play the position. Oh Jesus! I mean, God, the left the left side of the line is insane. It is insane. So good luck trying to get to uh, Quinn's backside. You ain't Kelvin gonna. Banks, Hayden Cotter, Jake Majors, like oh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, come down the green, come come on, but. Uh, yeah, no, like I said, this on paper, this team is the best team in the college football uh, landscape. Now, when you go to the defense, not as stacked, but still pretty stacked in my opinion. At uh, I guess Buck is Buck and Jack. Is that the ends? Is that another name for ends right now? What? what? <laughs> we have ends. We have Baron I've never Sorrell. seen that in my life. We have Baron Sorrell. Yes. And the first uh, first team, Byron Murphy in the nose out. tackle, yeah. Devondre mm-hmm. Sweat at defensive tackle, Justice Finkley on the other end, Jalen Ford in the middle. Oh my God, David Menda and also in the middle, mm-hmm. Terrence Brooks, Kyton Crawford, Jaron Thompson. Jaron Thompson still there? Is he? Is he good? Is he? Is he? Is he? A, is he? Is he a student? I, be, I, I, I believe at one point in time he had made his list. On he made his name on the oh, list. Oh yes. God! Well, Ryan Watts. He's I know that too, man has. <laughs> hey, but he's actually he actually pound for pound is one of the best cornerbacks in the Big Twelve. And then Jade Barron has not made the huge list. So there we go for that. Alfred Collins, the backup defensive tackle. Ethan Burke on the edge. Jamon Tap on the edge. It's a younger, it's a younger defense for sure because both of those ends are freshmen and sophomores respectively, or sophomore and freshman respectively. And then, dude, I mean, where I'm excited, where I'm excited about this defense, is the secondary has good backups. Jalen right. Catalan, Malik Muhammad, my guy. Jalen Gilbo, Jalen Gilbo, Jalen Gilbo. No, no, I'm good. It's a, well. There's a reason he's uh, third on the depth chart. He definitely was making the. Uh, he was making the Stooge list hard at the end of the year, right? Uh, yeah. Well, he got he got hurt too. So let's let's not be too 
harsh yeah. on young Gilbo. I'm trying to remember who the other uh, uh Michael Taft other made really great plays. Yeah, he, he's a third he stringer. He did. He also got burned a little bit, so uh, he sure did. Maybe uh, maybe uh, let's calm down on the Michael Taft. Uh, okay. Thing. If I want to see a 16 on the field, I'd rather be at quarterback right now. That's right that now. was a good one. That was a good one. Um, Anthony Hill. Ah, like, Gavin Holmes. Gav- I, I was like, who's the Wake Forest guy? Catalan's from Arkansas. Yeah. But Holmes, he's he's from Wake Forest. So, I mean, we have we have the talent. We have some leadership ability. It's a young defense, though. It's very young. But I don't think it's a bad thing. I think these guys are like, I mean, like, I mean, we know Jalen Ford. We know what he brings to the table. I also, but I also think that Tavondre Sweat is a name that we had said multiple times in the last two years of how great he is. Uh, Baron Sorrell had a coming out party at one point, did he not? Yeah. He, oh, yeah. Baron Sorrell's going to go off this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, Binda has great plays from time to time. Terrence Brooks is a guy that people like. Uh, and then, yeah, you start looking at the other guys. I mean, like, I, I think Malik Muhammad, quite honestly, Joe, I think Malik, Malik Muhammad is is going to get a lot of playing time. I think he's that good. I hope he's that good. Gosh, he, I mean, he's everything. He hasn't missed a step yet. He's done. He's He's been very, very good in this entire offseason, like he did uh, at Sock. Can I say that? I didn't go there. Can I say Sock? Am I allowed to say Sock if I'm not a – if I'm not an alumni of South Oak Cliff, I—I I mean, I—I I don't know if you. I guess oh, you're not either. Knocking? Be what's that you. knocking you here, Crane? They <laughs> <laughs> <It> found <laughs> you. They already found you. I'll just say South Oak Cliff and respect the alumni, because like, if they, if nobody went to Lubbock High, I don't know how I'd feel about them saying LHS. Anyway, so uh, Alfred Collins is right there, Joe. We know how we feel about Alfred Collins. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have forgotten some very important freshmen. They're third stringers, but I could definitely see them getting playing time this year. Anthony Hill. Yes. Colton Bassick. Yes. And Leona LaFout. I mean, like, see, I mean, like, yes, they're young, Joe, but you look at those guys and you're like, ah, those are studs, man. Those are way better kids than we've had in the past few years. Yep. Like, like they're going to be, okay, I'm curious to see. Like, okay, here's probably what I'm most excited for on defense. The, you said you said the DBs. I am excited to see what that what happens there because I do think that one thing that's going to work out in the favor is that I'm not sure the leash for Ryan Watts and Thompson and all those guys are going to be as long as they usually are. I think they're going to have competition, Joe. I think Malik Muhammad and those guys are going to be right behind them, nipping on their heels. And if you mess up, you might get subbed out. So I think that's going to help you know raise the competition. I'm excited to see what this defensive line can do. Uh, oh, yeah, quite me honestly. Too. Byron I think Murphy. they're going to cause havoc. Yeah, dude, they're going to they're going to be they're going to be very, very good. Now, real quick, let's talk about special teams. We have a punter Our from guy. a from a warm, from a very warm place. Uh, wait, nope, not saying he's from Australia. Oh crap, <laughs> he's from San Diego. Uh, Ryan Sanborn. <laughs> uh, he he transfers in from uh, Stanford, right. so. The, oh, he's majoring in strategic communication. What? Where were these at? Oh, UT Arlington. What the corporate? What? I could be rich right now. What corporate? What corporate communication and strategic isn't, communication? And that just essentially broadcast management. It's a fancy way of saying broadcast management. That's for sure. I see. That's what I'm saying. 
that's Colin Page. He's a he's he's a running back. I oh wow, he he he's not even he's not even on the depth chart. Okay. Poor guy. Poor guy. Anyways, uh back to enough about the schooling. We're here for the football. Uh Bert, <laughs> yeah. our boy Bert, our boy Bert. Bert Bert's on the watch list. Yeah, he is. A guy that we thought coming in, not just us, the entire community of Longhorns fans were hearing on his first year was shaky at best was the term used as found himself on one of the best kickers of the nation watch list. How about that? Sideshow also, Bob. Also want, also want a BB. You want a BB. He, oh, that's right. Congratulations, Bert. Yeah. Wow. What what a, it, what oh, yeah, most up. likely to be on the on the Dukes of Hazard, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was there. We was also could have done no, one Quinn most likely didn't, be Sideshow Bob. No. Yeah, that, Quinn won Dukes of Hazard, right? Oh no, Bert oh yeah, Bert won um I'll have to look it up. Clutch? Most clutch. Most clutch, I think. Is that really what it was? I'll look it up. Look it I'll up. See. Look it up. I don't know. But oh. definitely, I mean Birds. Oh, what? that's really sad. The first post on our Twitter as I look up is me commenting about the the T-shirt and the tweets deleted. Continue. <laughs> oh, that that is sad. Actually, I mean, last year though, thirteen games played, he made twenty-one field goals, fifty-five point after touchdowns. I don't see the oh here a field goal statistic. Yeah, I was going to say, nice. He had 80, 80%. Hey, that's pretty damn good. Wow, Anthony Cook won Stooge of the Year. 80%. See? Look at this guy. Shaky at best, my butt. He wore, he wore, What a guy. Uh, Quinn won most likely to be in the Dukes of Hazard. That's and, oh yeah, sorry. Oh, Not, Bert won. Bert Auburn won the Thank God He's a Longhorn Award. Yeah, there we go. That's the one I was, <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, Quinn would not win the Dukes of Hazzard one this year, that's for sure. New haircut, new Quinn. <laughs> that is true. We're going to have to find a different award for that. So, Most likely to be Sideshow Bob. Congrats, Bert! Congrats! Oh, speaking of, also, not to go off the script too much, but number one social media fan, one of the guys that we nominated to win was Kyle Umlong, who also saved the day the other day by making the shirts himself. So I'm really – actually, Joe, I'm pretty validated in these uh, awards as I'm looking at them. We were pretty spot on. We're pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and of course, of course, we're staying with fancy boots and aims. So, yes. I mean, we we have good friends. We and good our friends. our aunt and Joe, our most favorite players, family. Oh yeah, Hayden Connor. Hayden Connor. I, I I feel like they're gonna think we're making fun of him, but we're not. I'm serious. I like Hayden Connor. I swear. Listen, if you were if you rep the burn orange, you're not gonna you're not the only flag you're gonna catch from us if, is if you. If you lose to Kansas, other than that, well, I—that's actually not probably not true, but you'll be fine. You're you'll you're, be fine. you're good. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll be Bert, fine. You'll be, you'll, Bert Auburn, I'm fine. excited to see, man. Like, do we get? Can you? I mean, like, can you get? I mean, you can get better, but like, I hope like what I'm excited to see is like like, are you going to be automatic? Like, if we can get Bert Auburn to that, what a win! A dude that we were having no expectations for, but regardless, Will Stone is also a guy that I don't mind. Uh, in a way of like, I think, yeah, I think, I think he's improved a lot. So I'm excited to see him and the punt kicks. I mean, the punt kicks, the kick returns and everything. What do we think about that, Joe? Oh, uh, nibble it. I think you got to go nibble it. Okay. He's fast. 
Yeah. And he's a freshman, so if he dies, he dies. That's okay. <laughs> that's so, true. Xavier Worthy being out there makes me nervous. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. But no, I think uh, they're gonna go nibble it because we have such depth at wide receiver now. Put the speedy guy back here. See what happens. Honestly, most of the most of the time nowadays they just bear catch it anyways. That so is a good point. Make sure he has good, good hands as well. Um, it's safe to say the roster itself is completely stacked. Uh, pretty much from time. I mean, they've, and it's it's not by accident. They've worked really hard on this for a while now. Since Steve, since Steve got there, kind of had to reverse everything because it was just going down so fast. Had to basically. There was a point, Joe. I remember when we were kind of going at transitioning out of the Tom Herman era. Like the recruiting class was like almost basically in shambles to the point where we were like, are we going to have one? And Steve has done an unbelievable job at not only getting that class back, but getting getting this team and the program back to a point where you expect the best players in the state to go to Texas, like no doubt now. Right, exactly. And speaking of good hands, this episode brought to you by Allstate is what you could hear if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. But I think I think it's time, Creighton. It's time. It's time. We are going to be going every Sunday now. If you want to sponsor our podcast for like five bucks – We'll, That's right. we'll, we will put your uh, we'll put your logo up on our on our uh, on our website. We'll put your, uh, your ad read wherever you want us to say. We will say it as long as it's uh, PG. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm serious, Creighton. I think it's time. I no, it's time. I, I, I'm cool with it. I mean, it's we've listened. I just sprung this on him, folks. I just sprung yeah, this on him. We're not novices, to be fair. We have done ad reads in the past all last year like it's all good we know what we're doing so you can rest assured that the beaver boys got you in their hands and also whatever product you have most likely we're probably going to be using it because we're like that so congrats yeah i think you should definitely want to partner with these two degenerates it'd be so cool if kalum lung was like hey can you promote the book every episode because i would 100 percent i gotta get those volumes oh i have all three i've read them like three times already they're wonderful I've never once owned one of them. I need to. I need to get into that. Definitely, definitely get into that. Let's end this podcast here with a nice round of how are we going to do this year, Creighton? And uh, we'll go. We'll go game by game for some of these. Some of these, you don't need to. Like this first one, um, we play right Saturday, September twenty second, September second at two thirty p.m. That's yeah. this Saturday, Joe. Yeah. Yes. I think. I think the only way this is a loss is if. Arch doesn't see the field because that means we didn't beat them by that much. <laughs> Shout out to Fox for not doing an 11 a.m. kickoff. It's on their network. And they're doing 2:30. Oh my god! Uh, like I, I don't even. I'm looking at. Oh man, I'm looking at the. I uh, man, you know, first three games we don't have 11 a.m. kickoff. It's six o'clock for impressive. Alabama, seven for Wyoming. <gasps> we deserve it. Uh, Rice, yes, 2:30 p.m. kick on Fox this Saturday. The Owls, the poor Owls, not sure they know what they're doing. It's fine. Texas is going to – this is – okay, you're right. This is where – I think – didn't we have this issue in the last year, Joe? In the, was it the first game where they hung around a little too long? It was It was UTSA. Okay. Let's not have one of those moments again. Let's yeah. – let's, let's, Rice and Wyoming. Alabama I get, but Rice and Wyoming. Uh, we'll get to them in a second, but – Let's let's have games where they're not hanging around. Let's like by halftime, I think that we if a good measure for this team when it comes to games like this is is it wrapped up by halftime? Do you have a three touchdown lead if not more by halftime? And if they do that, 
uh, I'm going to feel pretty good about this first game. I agree with you. If Arch Manning doesn't see the field in some capacity or Malik Murphy, that would, that would kind of scare me that Quinn's got to stay in the game that long. And maybe they, no, it would just scare me. I was going to try to justify it. No, it, it, the other quarterbacks, I mean, it needs to get to the point where they need to see. Look, but if anyone's losing here, it's Oklahoma. If Rice was touchdown, they've scored more on Texas than Oklahoma has in the past year. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to suck, man. Sucks to suck. And somehow those guys are still ranked in the top 20. Woo. I mean, oh, boy. But speaking of the top 20, the next one, top five, Alabama. Night game in Tuscaloosa the next week. That's going to be the matchup. That's going to be the big test at the beginning of the season. So we're both going into the Alabama game 1-0, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Oh, yeah, 1-0, uh, yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, I would assume that game day is going to be here. I can't imagine what other game they're going to pick. I mean, this is arguably, like, watch this. Watch what happens, Joe. Do you think if they, do you think if Texas plays Rice, do you think they're going to do something wonky where they put Texas, what, are they at 11? Do you think they're going to do that? I would be, I wouldn't be too surprised if they try to, like, inch Texas in that top 10 to make it a top 10 matchup, right? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. I would fully believe that they like knock somebody down to do that. Unless somebody loses and it makes it easy, but I would assume game day is going to be here for that one. Right. For, for Alabama, Texas. I mean, they did last year. Why were they not this year? You got Quinn Ewers. Who's a stud and you got Arch Banning. Who's on the team. Not going to be playing, but I guarantee they're going to find some way to tie in his story. But yeah, this is huge. I mean, this is the no, it's not Joe. It's not the ABC slot. Dang it, we dang it. Dang Why can't we get that? That's a six thirty one. This is six on ESPN. Who the heck are we gonna go? Anyways, not gonna get into that. Alabama, Texas, Joe. I I well, I guess are we we not predicting? I want to predict each game because we you know we you go just said you wanted to do that. No, I know I wanted to predict our, our record for the year. That would be predicting each game, right? Oh, oh, wait, wait. I know yeah. what we're saying. I got you. I understand. There we go. We're gonna go we, yeah, because we don't want to be like, what do you think it's going to be? And six weeks down the road, and everyone's like, we already heard. Okay, <laughs> I get you. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. Just tell me what you think of, like, when it comes to these two teams. I mean, like, Texas is obviously, like, are they, are, are they waltzing in with the more experienced quarterback? Yeah. More confident quarterback? Yeah, that's a yeah, first. Yep. That's yeah. That's 100% what's happening. And I think there's a lot of question marks in Alabama. So I think there's going, it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a really good game. Not going to predict anything, of course, but it's going to be a really good game folks. And it won't be the 20 point underdog that was last year. Texas will not be the 20 point underdog. That was so free money last year too. Right. And I, I fully expect Texas to, I expect this to be just as tight as a contest as last last year. It's probably going to come down to something crazy again because that's how all the Alabama-Texas matchups happen. Quarterback gets hurt. The backup almost wins the, the whole freaking thing. Last year, the quarterback gets hurt, and he was cooking, and it ends up you almost you, you get a field goal, and you probably should have gotten a, what do you call it, in, uh, safety, and you didn't. and like It always comes down with Alabama-Texas, some weird thing. I think this will be – a high contender for game of the year. I would be shocked if it wasn't. And if Quinn gets hurt again, never play Alabama yeah, again. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. That's Fine. three games in a row the quarterback like hurt. We're done. Uh, yeah. Wyoming, Wyoming, I, again, it's another tune-up game. We better 
win big, and we better see some players who don't normally get to see a lot of playing time. But Baylor's the first Big 12 game on the road, too. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the interesting thing about, like, the oh, man, Texas, uh, when it, and, like, Baylor's a team that lost their last four games, you know? So whatever that means, if you want to, like, I guess you could say they're reeling, but I don't know. I mean, it's a whole new season, but they started out, what I mean, what was their whole record last year? They did win, loss, win, win. They started out three and three, and then they won three in a row and six and three, and then yeah, they lost their last four. So not very good. But uh, Texas has had issues with like on the road games and one score games, and this one was almost a one score game. It was an eleven point game, thirty eight twenty seven. Uh, I would like to see Texas go into the Big 12, the first game of the Big 12. You want to make a statement? Go into the first game of the Big 12 and do not make it a one-score game. Make yeah. it undeniable that you are the better team. I think that'll wake everybody up. Because then we got Kansas next week, and Kansas is going to be sneaky. They have a pretty good quarterback, but I think it's at home this year. I think tech, I mean we saw what they did last year with the sneaky quarterback. So I think if everything's firing on all cylinders by that point, Kansas should be easy. And then the big one. The game that will see a combined 45 penalties for both teams. Uh, Texas versus Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. We don't know who we're going to call the penalty against. We just know it's going to be one of the teams. That's 100% true. Uh, this would be scary, Joe. I think this one's going to be scary. Do I think Oklahoma is like substantially better than they were last year? Absolutely not. I still think, do you believe in general booty? It's Dylan Gabriel, but whatever. Which one of them? I don't care. Dylan Gabriel, General Booty, whichever one. Uh, no, no, I do don't. You believe in Dylan Gabriel? No, I don't actually. I and do not either. Says, everyone says they. Everyone's like he's a good quarterback, and honestly, he had that what one good year at UCF. Yeah, I mean, everybody said Spencer Rattler was the future too. So, and I, he actually had a resurgence last year. I'll give he sure did break. to the point where he's going to get freaking drafted after all that, man. <laughs> Oh, let's move on before Creighton gets pissed. Oh my God, uh, he's gonna get free. Should be. I mean, yeah, I agree. I, I do. I do. I think that Texas is an opportunity. I mean, they're not gonna donate them again. I don't think that would be crazy if they did. But I do think Texas is gonna have another opportunity to really uh, put some points up in this one. They always play really good in this game. Quite honestly, there's been what the one year they got blown out. Uh, for the most part, even when Charlie Strong was playing, and we were like. A zero and ten, two and ten, nine and whatever, you know. Yeah. We sucked. Like we were still playing that game really good. It's just one of those games where if you you know, you should just know by now that like you can you can predict it, but good luck, it's always gonna be a toss up, usually comes down and like like it it is always a matter. That one agree I wonder do you agree with me on this show? Maybe not. I don't know. This the Oklahoma game always feels like more so than any other game of the year that the momentum of that game defines it throughout the entire thing i mean you're on a high high yeah, yeah. and then the team is on a low low and the other one's on a, i mean it just goes way like up and down up and down more so than any it's, football game i watched yeah the it's the year. most heart-wrenching thing i've had many heart attacks watching this game these last few years and it, but it's, it's yeah. always a good game it's always a good game especially last year for texas fans yeah no but, kidding uh, oh man like Bijan ran quinn quinn 289 just cooked in that one, found a way to. Whoa, there was a there was a Quinn through. I mean, not Quinn Hudson Card through three hundred and three yards at the West Virginia game. Regardless, whoa, never mind. We don't play. Much. <laughs> now we go next game. Oh, 
It's a bye week. It's a bye week on October 14th. And then October 21st, we play Houston in a road game, but it's really a home game because you know damn well that stadium's going to be packed for an orange. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people, like, I don't think people, like, love, love Houston, uh, but I do think that some people are thinking that they're going to be slightly better than usual. Um, I just don't see, an, a, a, like, a, I, I, I just don't see a way that Houston in their first year in a major conference is going to make much noise. And I don't think it'll, if Texas were to lose a game against somebody who was not in, for the most part, you know, the moving from what was it, the AAC to the big 12. If you lose a game like that, that's going to be ugly. I just don't see it. I think, I think Houston, they might show improvement, but I think they're just going to have a hard time getting initiated into the conference this year. Then we welcome in the Mormons from BYU. Uh, oh, if fans remember the last time, Brandon fans remember the last time they played. They do not have Taysom Hill. I was so there. Don't worry. I think I've I think never forgotten. Okay. I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. And hey, we get back to back home games. Kansas State. Hey, we'll be at that game, Craig. That's the one we'll be at. I don't know where our seats are. I forgot where oh, Joe bought they're, them. They're but... in the heavens. They're in the heavens in the north end zone. Speaking of the heavens, did you see that Kansas is expanding their football stadium? About time. For what I fans? Who, I don't know who's going to fill the seats. Yeah, but... that's what I'm. For what fans? They can't <laughs> fill the seats they're in now. That they're building an upper bowl, and I'm like, okay. Like, I guess it looks cool at night on the concept. Like, I mean, sure. <laughs> but um, I just thought that was interesting. K State, the Beaver Boys will be there. Get ready. It's going to be a – should be – this will be – if K-State's still ranked, Joe, within within the top 15, maybe even gets higher. Let's say they end up getting close to the top 10 and Texas is there too. This late in the year on a November 4th, I mean, what's the other other games that week? I mean, could this end up being a a bid for either game day or big noon? It could <laughs> be. <laughs> oh, God, no. Shut up, Cram. got to drive down there. No. I know. Don't I, I didn't dare. think about. It. I just Don't the words came dare. out of my mouth. I didn't even think. God, you better knock on some wood right now, son. Oh my God, I do not my, want to wake up is, at three in the morning to go to a game because I'm tailgating. Damn it, I am tailgating this game. Joe will not be denied. I will not be denied. And then you know, okay, so Kansas State goes well. Hopefully, this game is the question mark on my schedule. TCU in Fort Worth. Yeah. These games get ridiculous. <laughs> they it's, get it's, real dumb real fast. It's really it's and that's why that's why because it, it's almost like you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm nervous about this one too. Um, I think it all comes down to is TCU gonna be on a championship hangover? Uh, they didn't win it, but being I'll say they didn't win it. Jesus. <laughs> it was I I like I said I watched it the other day when they were replaying. It was rougher yesterday than it was, you know watching it live uh that's what i think it's going to come down to joe is tcu going to be a semi like copy of what they were last year obviously i don't think we'll be as good but or are they just going to be flat hangover we made it to like our one-time championship which was an aberration like a huge like lightning in a bottle situation and uh we're not going to get the we're, we're i don't know if i should burst your bubble what Oh, maybe I'm looking at, so before I continue, I'm looking at the November 4th schedule. So there's two massive games, us and K-State. And 
Alabama and LSU. Oh God, we're gonna get big noon kickoff. Oh, I, know. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, my God. I know. That's it. That's it. No other big games. Nothing. Uh, we could hope that uh, Washington and USC, but they're Pac-12. So, like, what's good is that gonna do? Like, yeah. Um, oh, Clemson, Notre Dame, maybe. Yeah, but the thing is, with big new kickoff, it needs to be Big Twelve. That's true. Big Ten. Let's see if I have a Big Ten matchup. We're cooked. <laughs> We're straight cooked. Oh God. Um, is Ohio State and Rutgers willing? No, enough? no, okay. no. It is not. <laughs> how about Michigan and Purdue? Depending on how Purdue does, if they come out and are a black horse or a dark horse, excuse me. Wow. If Penn State dark horse, and Maryland. That actually could be depending on how Penn Wisconsin, State. Indiana. No, no, no. That actually might be a good one. Nebraska, Michigan State. That actually might be a good one too. Matt okay, Rule's so got we have the some Huskers hope. cooking. If we the have Huskers some get, hope. If Matt Rule has the Huskers cooking, <laughs> they'll they be could, big and, and Mel Tucker gets the gets the uh, uh, Spartans cooking. They that is could be a big that could be yeah. a big new kickoff. That'll be a big noon. So we that's what we need. Hold on, fans, just, for the sake I of me want, and Joe. I just want an, I just want yeah. an afternoon game. We're staying the whole day though. If it is, if it is. No, no, I'm not gonna. Fa- I mean, I will be very sad that it won't be a night game, but. It will not change our plans. Well, I mean, time-wise, it will, but like in terms of how long we stay there. Honestly, yeah. I could see us, especially if we if we win, people will probably tell you after the game. Shoot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, TCU. But TCU, who, yeah, TCU. Who, man, uh, who's their quarterback this year? I have no clue. I mean, I forgive me for I don't like know off the top of my head, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, can Sonny Dykes relive? Like, can can he gather that magic again? I don't know, Joe. We're gonna find out. But that's what's gonna. I think that's what it comes down to. They're selling the tickets like, like they are. Like, what they at one twenty seven right now? Jeez. So yeah, I yeah. Um, if if TCU is like way better than we think they're gonna, were they? Uh, Josh Hoover. That's a freshman. It's probably gonna be Chandler Morris or Luke Padres. Do those ring a bell? Nope. Okay, how about Grant Tisdell, Jimmy Wellrick? I see. I don't. It's just gonna come down to like if 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 TCU can like be semi good at what they are. If they are, yeah, then I'd be a little worried. I mean, and, that's a game I I agree. I have circled. And then I also have Iowa State circled because if it's a night game in Ames, what oh, better way yeah. would the Cyclones like to do than send us out? We'll be there too. We'll be there too. Hopefully, it's in, not snowing. In too the bad. cold, in the snow, in the whatever I, okay. else is going I, I on. I like a little bit of snow, but I also have to drive my Kia Soul through it. So, uh, well, I'll be right there with you. Yeah, you'll be right there in Passenger Street with me pushing the car. I yeah. the, oh god, that's gonna be wonderful. But we'll be there too. And again, staying with fancy boots and uh, Hayden Connor's parents, our favorite player. And then this game. This game, we're already running low on time, but we got to say okay. something about this game. Texas Two Tech, Texas circles. on Black Friday. Two circles on this one for me. And it's sad because people were saying on Twitter, has Texas ever circled a game other than Oklahoma this much? And I don't think they have. Probably not. Uh, thank not you. Even, I would not even say the Alabama game last year. Thank you, Burt Reynolds, for uh, – Making this game mean a lot more to uh, Texas fans. That's for sure. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I don't care if Tech, I don't care if Tech goes 12 and 0 or 2 and 10. When we get to them, if they're that bad, like let's say, like I'm not saying they're gonna be that bad, but like let's say that they have an awful year, 
and they suck. Ah, no holds barred. If you're three and nine or two and ten or something, you know, getting to that point, let let the dogs loose and just finish. Yeah, finish them. Absolutely destroy them. That's what I want to see. And so hopefully that ha- comes to fruition for us. But uh, hey, last time they were in Austin, we hung seventy on them. So which we did. Do you think this is a classic case with Texas Tech of like the like? It almost is like it feels like we do this. Not us, but a lot of people. Like a classic case of a team just being way overhyped during the. This is like like A and M last year. This is exactly what this is. A team being yeah. substantially overhyped and they show up in the season and it's like. Oh, these guys are nowhere near as good as we thought they were. I mean, it seems like that's what this is. That's 100% what this is. And so, will they live up to the hype? That is the question. However, we have to win this game. If we do not win this game, it's just like A&M and Texas all over right. again. Except we're on the other end of the scoreboard. So, even though we <laughs> scoreboarded them for decades, but Years. whatever. Years. They get one top five draft pick, and now they're the big bad boys of the Big 12. Changing the recruiting landscape of Texas high school. To which they have still lost out to us this year. So, so Creighton, real quick, and then we'll just, since it's Rice, we won't really dive into too much on the preview. We already kind of did at the beginning. What's your prediction for the season? 12 games. 12 games, like my overall, overall. record? Overall. Overall record. What game? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I just said 12 games. You can count. You sure did. Yeah. You sure did say that. That's my bad. Um, I'm going 11 and one. I don't know where that loss is going to, I don't know where that loss is going to come from um, yet, but it might not even happen, but I'm just going to go 11 and one. I could see this is a, a team that is new to this. Oh, we're really, 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 really good. Uh, worlds opposed to like we think we are but we're really not i'm gonna go 11 to 1 joe and texas fans should not fret because 11 to 1 gets you in the big 12 championship and all you'd have to do is win it and you're in the playoff it's all you'd have to do that gets you 100%. that is a path right to the playoff 11 to 1 is totally fine i'm don't going 11 to 1 don't hate me longhorn fans i'm going 10 and 2 oh I think, you suck i think they're gonna i think they're gonna drop two that they shouldn't I think they can beat everyone on the schedule. But I think they're going to drop two that they shouldn't because they do it every single year. And I will continue to think they will until they show me they won't. Fair. That's probably so, a better way. 10-2 gets you the Big 12. That, that does get you the Big 12. And it gives you an uh, – like, and if you win, you still might even have a chance. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Um, so, but you're definitely going to – you 10-2 and two and you win the Big 12 in your last season and you win your ball game. I don't think anybody's going to fret over that, quite honestly, that's compared cool. to what we've 12 had. 12-2, so. man. 12-2 looks really good. So Going into the SEC, heck yeah, it does. Probably gets you in the top five of rankings the next year because you have everybody coming back. Uh, yeah, uh, that's probably <laughs> that's probably the smarter way to go. But I'm going to go 11-1. I'm going to go 11-1, and right. we'll see. Uh, there's something that feels really, really good about this team, quite honestly, Joe. Now, what about the Rice game real quick? Score. Rice it's going to be a win. It's going to be a win. I would, oh God, I would hope so. I think that this is a game that you can, I think everybody needs to be, I, I, I think everybody in this game does not need to see it as rice. I think they need to see it as, yo, like we have something to prove. We need to come out with a statement and I think they should be firing on cylinders. I mean, I th- I'm sure they will. I mean, they'll be super excited to get the season going. 
I want to see Quinn Ewers pick up right where he left off when he's not hurt. I want to see that Quinn Ewers. I don't want to see a struggling Quinn Ewers who's missing passes, who's had a whole offseason to get it corrected, who is honestly has progressed, has done the things he's supposed to. I don't want to see him revert back to what we've seen. I want to, I, I want this guy to come out and be like, yeah, that's our starting quarterback for sure. I'm going to go Texas. I almost said Rice accidentally. I'm going to oh. go Texas. I know. I'm going to go Texas, and I'm going to go semi-Big Joe, um, a classic score probably of – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 42 to 14. Oh damn! No, no faith in the defense. Okay, I have 49 to <laughs> seven because they will get one probably on the third strings. Uh, JT Daniels, welcome back to Austin for the third time since 2018. <laughs> wow. uh, graduate, dude. Graduate. Him and what's his face over in the Boons in Georgia. Stetson. Stetson's yeah. gone. Stetson's gone. Oh, that's right. He left. What? A, yeah, thank God. He, yeah, that's right. Thank God. 49-7, oh huh? 49-7. So. All right, folks, that's our preview. Once again, Creighton has us at 11-1. I have us at 10-2. And, and we will beat the hell out of Rice on Saturday. But uh, we'll be back with the recap of the Rice game preview of the Alabama is, game. Is this for you sign us off? This sure feels like it. Is this the most, like, this has got to be the most intriguing Big 12 season we have had since 2009, right? I, In terms of, like, everything that's going for us, how good yes. we are, how many teams hate us. I mean, this is going to be like a reality show, man. Straight up. Like, this has got to be one of the most intriguing and interesting seasons we have coming out. Uh, in the past 15 years, 100%. I, I'm, I'm, I've never been more excited, and I, I'm excited every year. For we're back, boys. We're we are back, Joe. No, don't say we're back. Don't say we're back. No, no, no. don't do it, Joe. No, That's me and you, son. We're back, oh, and we're football's back. here, not the Longhorns. Oh, thank God. Out there. Yeah, so, don't worry. I'm not so in on that. Yes, football is back. Enjoy the first weekend. Enjoy the rice game. We'll be back on Monday. We'll drop a podcast every Monday on schedule, barring some crazy occurrence. Hey, we'll actually get to do a live show together, probably. Twice. Nice. That'll be fun. That's right. Do I need to bring my gear with me to Austin? Because I really don't want to, but I mean, I will if I have to. You're the one that said it, not me. You just said that. You just said we were going to do two live shows. Well, we we have one mic, and we can do one mic and one laptop. That's a lot of logistics we won't bother you (laughs) folks with. But until next week, remember the eyes of Texas are upon you. And hook.